Six minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
Yehudiyash Mifras Lavan Ba'ofek Mulanan Shachor Kaved Kol Shenevakesh Lu Yehi Ve'im Machalonot Ha'erev Bornerot Hechak Ro'ed Kol Shenevakesh Lu Yehi
the day of plowshares from our souls. A time to mend, a time to gather stones, a time for peace in Israel. Let me hear the voice of bride and groom, of laughter in the streets. Answer the prayers of our children, so they need not fear in Israel. Shalayim, <laughs> 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 
An important morning to uh, remember the words Imeshkachech Yerushalayim Tishkach Yemini, and in this case, Imeshkachech, uh, the residents and the citizens and our brothers and sisters in Jerusalem, Tishkach uh, Yemini. We'll tell you more about that in a moment as we go through the news reports from uh, overnight and. Um, We'll give you all that information in just uh, moments here at JM and the AM. Uh, Yaakov Shweki with Imesh Gachich in Israel. Always have to emphasize the positive about the Holy Land, and that is such an amazing song to do so with. Uh, that is Sam Glazer. Why Studs with Lou Yehi, Dove Hendler, Yehi Chodesh Hazan, this Rosh Chodesh morning. Eitan Katz, Vali Yerushalayim, as I say, keeping the Holy City in our hearts and minds. And the Regesh, Modani, opening things up as we say good morning. It's Tuesday and it's October the 13th, day 30. In the month of Tishrei, the year 5776, the year, uh, yeah, day 30 in the month of Tishrei, the year 5776, it's the brand new year of Tufshin Ayin Vav. Today is Rosh Chodesh Mar Cheshvan. It's the first of a two-day Rosh Chodesh. It's officially still the end of Tishrei. But all the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh today, including Yalaviyavo and Halel, and a special Torah reading, Musaf, Barchinafshi, etc., whatever your Nusach, whatever your tradition tells you to do, on a Rosh Chodesh morning, 61 degrees outside with 84% humidity. Winds are east at 2 miles an hour, partly cloudy with a high of 71. It was actually raining this morning. Not sure if it's supposed to rain today or not. Apparently, according to the forecast, it's not, but uh, looked pretty significant in the 5 o'clock hour. Partly cloudy tonight, low 55. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high Wednesday, 70 degrees. We're at 84 in Yerushalayim, 61 here in Jersey City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. Uh, well, the news from Israel is not what we would like it to be, that's for sure. Oh, by the way, and I just I just posted this on Facebook, um, there is an article in, uh, in today's New York Times, and I know that I'm constantly criticized for being obsessed with the New York Times, and I agree, but what can I do? I, I just, I, they drive me crazy. Um, there's an article, Stabbings and Deadly Responses Add to Israel Security Challenge, and the subtitle of the article online Critics argue that too tough a reaction only pours gasoline on the bonfire, inspiring more attacks and protests that sometimes escalate into deadly clashes. Now, I would like to know, (laughs) of any other police force in the world that would get criticized for overreacting to the protection of their citizens, where it would be pointed out, for instance, to the NYPD, that yes, New York City Police Department, you need to do what you need to do to protect your citizens from this spate, this epidemic of stabbings. But remember, if you're too tough, if your reaction is going to be too tough, it will just pour gasoline on the bonfire and inspire more attacks. I can never imagine the leader of a major city in this country ever encouraging its police force in a situation like this to... um to calm down and accuse them of overreacting when trying to quell this epidemic of stabbings. Anyway, now that I said that, uh, in Ranana, two stabbing attacks. The Jerusalem Post reports that um, uh, the first stabbing took place this morning in Ranana at a bus stop outside of City Hall. A 22-year-old male terrorist approached the bus stop outside City Hall and stabbed a 32-year-old man in his neck and stomach. 
The other attack took place an hour and a half later on Yerchov Yushalayim in Ranana, where a terrorist from East Jerusalem pulled out a knife and began stabbing civilians in front of a cafe. Three victims injured, one in critical condition after sustaining stab wounds to his upper body. So that's Ranana today so far. Uh, then we go to Yerushalayim. And um, there's a breaking news article on the Jerusalem Post website from Yerushalayim. Two terror attacks in two separate locations in Jerusalem Tuesday morning. Two deaths of two Israelis. Several others injured. A stabbing and shooting attack took place aboard a bus in Armon Hanitziv. According to police, two terrorists carried out the attack. Police forces who arrived on the scene neutralized both suspects. Paramedics said two terrorists got on an Eged Line number 78 bus in Armon Hanitziv and fired weapons. Paramedics pronounced one person dead on the scene, a man of about 60 years old. Four additional people transported to the hospital and seriously wounded, three moderately wounded, likely, likely with gunshot wounds. Police said that 16 people in total were wounded in the attack. Terrorist was killed, the second wounded, and was being treated by paramedics. And another attack on Rechov Malchei Israel in the, uh, in the um, neighborhood of Geula, a terrorist drove his vehicle into a group of several people waiting at a bus stop. He then exited his car with a meat cleaver and began attacking the wounded and others with the implement. One was killed, apparently both from the car and the axe wounds, while two other people were seriously injured. Shimmy Grossman, a paramedic from Zaka, resident of Gu'ula, was one of the first on the scene. He saw the vehicle stuck inside the bus stop that the assailant had struck, was told by eyewitnesses that the man had got out of his car with the axe, the terrorist was shot and critically injured by police officers who arrived swiftly at the scene. Uh, it is obvious, if it wasn't obvious last week, and if it wasn't obvious uh, even the week before, and if it wasn't obvious even before that, it is obvious now that there is a well-timed, well-planned uh, assault on the Jewish people of Yerushalayim and other cities of Israel uh, to instill fear and terror in the hearts and minds of uh, really Jews around the world, but obviously those who are living in Yerushalayim and other areas of the Holy Land. Um, we have a responsibility to speak up, and um, that means speak up to everybody. I believe everybody from local officials to uh, national officials, and the White House and members of the United States Congress and other public officials as well have to hear our voices if we're here in this area of the world, they have to hear our voices. Um, they have to hear from us why there has not been a UN condemnation of any of this stuff. While if uh, if Israel was involved in any episode where they seemed like the aggressor, seemed like the aggressor, or even was imagined to be the aggressor, there would be resolutions uh, day and night. And that's just one issue, of course. The other issue is that we have to uh, keep our focus on the Holy Land. Uh, we have to um, continue to keep our trips to Israel on the agenda to encourage people to go on solidarity missions, which I, I see has already started. I got a note yesterday from uh, somebody who is uh, heading to Israel for Chai Sarah, and uh, they are planning a uh, major mission at that time. Hopefully this whole thing won't last until then, but whether it does or doesn't, they're planning a solidarity mission around that Shabbat. And um, we can't emphasize enough how we'd like people to continue to be focused on the Holy Land 
to go when possible and to give as much encouragement and hope to our brothers and sisters there as possible. 23 minutes before 7 o'clock Tuesday, Rosh Chodesh morning here at JM in the AM. We'll continue with more at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
sapir
JM and the AM on this Rosh Chodesh morning here at uh, JM and the AM. David Gabay with Oizer from Hakola Tova. Im Ein Anili Mili, that's Benny Friedman. You heard Yitzchak Fuchs with Admatai. Simcha Liner's Nigun HaChachma from Simcha Liner's SL, volume number two. Tuesday morning, it's Rosh Chodesh. All the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh. Keep them in mind. Uh, keep our brothers and sisters in Israel in mind. I saw just moments ago on uh, Facebook... Someone uh, posted first aid for stab wounds. That's a uh, that's an effective way to remind Jews around the world what's going on with our brothers and sisters in Israel. Uh, someone, as they posted it or shared it, said something we all should know being shared in Israel. Oh yes, we should all know that that's being shared in Israel, and this is on the on the minds at the forefront of the minds of everybody who's walking the streets of Israel, and it seems in any city. Not just in Jerusalem, but in any city. This morning, as we mentioned, uh, attacks in Ranana and Jerusalem. Um, some of our brethren have been murdered today by knife-wielding terrorists and by those who drive their cars into bus stops on purpose in order to uh, strike, fe- in order to kill and to strike fear in the minds and hearts of others. So we continue to um, focus on what's happening in the Holy Land. Our news from Israel comes up in a couple of minutes from now in Hebrew. Uh, we are trying to uh, add yet another guest to this morning's lineup, which will be, uh, I believe, a um, an important addition to this show as we try each day to, in some way, in some major form, focus on what's happening in Israel. And as we keep saying, and obviously with proper... With proper um, a planning and with common sense, but to those who have uh, trips planned to Israel, we can, we can only encourage you to uh, keep those trips on the agenda and to um, experience the greatness of being in Israel. And again, like we say, obviously with the, now with the proper precautions and common sense that seem to be required, sometimes those are even easier for tourists as compared to those who live there. Um, anyway, so please continue to focus on the Holy Land and every time we hear of these reports, it is important to, as terrible as the news is, it's important to spread the word and remind everybody outside of Israel what's going on in the Holy Land. 61 degrees, partly cloudy and a high temperature of 71 tonight, partly cloudy, a low of 55 and tomorrow mostly sunny, a high temperature of 70 degrees. I am honored and privileged to uh, lead what is affectionately known as NSN, the Nahum Siegel Network. And it is an honor and a privilege, and something I've dreamed about my entire life, frankly. Uh, and today, at uh, 9 o'clock this morning, right after JM in the AM, uh, there was a conversation that took place between me and a gentleman named Hart Levine. Excuse me. Hart Levine is a familiar name to a lot of young people in the uh, in the modern Jewish community, and uh, he and his colleagues have done a remarkable job with a 99-year-old congregation in Washington Heights. If you love stories like this, you've got to hear him speak with me 
on the OU Jewish Reaction program. It comes uh, comes up right after JM and the AM on both jmtheam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. And I look forward to presenting it to everybody. It really is a great, great story. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world in the web, jmdm.org. Galit Sal in the background. I have a feeling we know what the uh, headlines are going to be, unfortunately. As the uh, attacks in Ranana and Yerushalayim dominate the headlines so far today on this Tuesday, it's now 2 o'clock in the afternoon in Israel. They're partly through this day, and again a day so far filled with news like the uh, type you're about to hear. That's coming up next here at JMN. 7 o'clock hour, we'll check in with our friends in Maya Note. They have their open houses coming Sunday. Micha Gammerman is scheduled to join us in the 8 o'clock hour from South America. He's out with a brand new CD. Speak with him coming up in plenty more. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday is next. We say Boker Tov from JMN. <laughs> ישעיהו קרישבסקי, בן 60, תושב העיר. הלווייתו יוצאת בשעה זו משכונת בית ישראל להר המנוחות. כתבנו רום ליאור מוסר ששמם של שני הנרצחים בפיגוע בארמון הנציב עדיין לא פורסם. יעל דן שוחחה לפני זמן קצר עם רובי מעטבי, שהיה באוטובוס, שנוסעה והותקפו בירי ובדקירות וניצל. רובה התחיל לתת לי מכות, חנק אותי, ואני ניסיתי לפתוח את הדלת, הדלתות של האוטובוס היו נעולות. אני חשבתי לעצמי, או שאני נהרג עם המחבלים באוטובוס, או שאני בורח. אז אני בעצמי פתחתי את הדלת, משכתי בכל הכוח שלי, פתחתי את הדלת, כולם ברחו איתי, חוץ מאלה שהמחבלים פגעו בהם. בבתי החולים בירושלים מושפזים עדיין 15 פצועים משני הפיגועים, אישה אחת במצב אנוש ועוד שלושה במצב קשה. כתבנו אוריאל קיים שמע את דוקטור אופר מרין, מנהל יחידת הטראומה בבית החולים שערי צדק, שבו מטופלים תשעה פצועים. הגיעו אלינו שלושה פצועים, קשה פצועי ירי, אחד מהם לצערנו הגיע ללא רוח חיים. ונאלצנו לקבוע את מותו. שניים במצב קשה, כמנותחים, מצבם יציב, יועברו שמורדמים ומונשמים לטיפול נמרץ בסיום הניתוח. הגיעו אלינו עוד שישה פצועים, אחת מהם הם דקירות בחזה. אין לאף אחד מהפצועים, נכון לרגע זה, סכנת חיים. המחבל שביצע את הפיגוע ברחוב מלכי ישראל בירושלים הוא עובד חברת בזק, תושב מזרח ירושלים. כתבתנו שירה עד הסנקר. המחבל עובד בחברת בזק, ביצע את הפיגוע עם רכב החברה. בבזק מדגישים כי לא נראה כל סימן מקדים ולא נצפה כל שינוי בהתנהגותו של העובד אשר יכלו להעיד מראש על פעילותו החבלנית הנפשעת. בבזק אמרו, אנחנו עמומים מהמעשה הנפשע, כואבים את כאבן העמוק של משפחות ההרוגים ומתפללים להבראתה המהירה של פצועי הפיגוע. הקבינט יכונס בעוד כשעה לישיבה מיוחדת בעקבות הפיגועים. יושב ראש ישראל ביתנו אביגדור ליברמן הצטרף לדרישת ראש עיריית ירושלים ניר ברקת להטיל סגר על השכונות במזרח העיר, ובנוסף קרא לחסל כל מחבל שנתפס מבצע פיגוע. כל מחבל צריך לדעת שהוא לא יוצא חי משום פיגוע. מישהו מסתער עם הסכין, לא צריך לנטרל, יורים לו בראש. נקודה. אם מישהו כבר שוכב על הרצפה והוא כפות וזה... לא, אנחנו לא עושים לינץ', זה לא בתרבות שלנו. אנחנו חייבים לאמץ תרבות אמריקאית. המודל האמריקאי הוא הכי מתאים לעת הזו למדינת ישראל. 
ברעננה נפצעו חמישה ישראלים, אחד מהם קשה בשני פיגועים הבוקר, מחבל אחד חוסל ואחר עוכב ונפצע בינוני. כתבתנו יערה שפירא שמעה בבית החולים מאיר בכפר סבא את יאיר, שנפצע קל בפיגוע הראשון. פשוט היה לי נס משמיים. ממש, זה פשוט, זה היה במפתיע, האמת היא שחשדתי בו. פשוט הוציא סכין ואמרתי, רגע, אני בפיגוע. ואז מהר כזה התעוררתי ואמרתי, אסור לי, אסור לי, אסור לי לתת לו. פשוט עם כל מה שהיה לי נתתי לו. כן, הצלתי את עצמי ואני כמעט בטוח שהצלתי גם את הילדים שהיו בתחנה. חשד לניסיון פיגוע נקמה כלפי ערבים בקריית עתה. גבר יהודי דקר יהודי אחר ככל הנראה בגלל שחשב שמדובר בערבי וביקש לנקום את גל הפיגועים האחרון. המשטרה עצרה את החשוד. כתבנו קובי מנדל שוחח במרכול שבו הראה התקרית עם אחד העובדים הערבים. ראיתי את מישהו פה עובר והוא שאל אותי, אמר לי אתה ערבי? אמרתי לו לא, אני יהודי וברחתי למשרדים למעלה והלך, לא יודע, דקר מישהו, חשב שהוא ערבי אז נהיה בסוף, התברר שהוא יהודי ראיתי מלא אנשים על זה שהדוקר, ובאו, פתאום באו המשטרה וזה, והתחיל לרוץ בחוץ. ומיד בגל"צ, המשך העדכונים במשדר מיוחד עם יעל דן. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
Chodesh morning with Ma'ashiv, a request that came off of the NSN app. Don't forget you can uh, comment and request on the NSN app. That's right on the home screen of our amazing app. 24 hours a day if you wish. You can just keep posting and commenting and requesting. Uh, so a big... Uh, a big request for Yehuda Green and Ma'ashiv, words from the Hallel service on this Rosh Chodesh morning. Shlemi Gertner, Yala Yavo, Yala Yavo, done by Shalshelas off Connections here on a Tuesday Rosh Chodesh. Day one of a two-day Rosh Chodesh. 
All the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh, keep that in mind, of course. We have an amazing day on our stream at jmnam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. Hope everybody gets an opportunity to tune in today all through the day. Uh, the um, OU presentation of the Jewish Reaction is going to feature my conversation with a gentleman named Hart Levine with a phenomenal story of the revitalization of a 99-year-old congregation in Washington Heights. It is a great story. And for those of you who wonder about the youth of our community in this nation and, the, and, uh, and specifically in the Jewish community, you'll be inspired by the work that's been done. And it might actually inspire and spur on other communities to revive and attempt to revive uh, dormant Jewish uh, areas and neighborhoods around the country. So that's today, 9 o'clock, right after JM in the AM. Uh, on the OU Jewish Reaction Show, Hart Levine is my guest. Um, tonight is the um, is the uh, nine at nine with Yassi Zweig, and um, you have an opportunity to go to anachomsegel dot com, click on the nine at nine link at the very top of the page. And you'll see it says 9 at 9, and you can vote for your favorite song, choose from the list, or write in another one if you wish. Should I vote right now? I'll vote right now. Why not? It's a secret ballot. I don't have to worry. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll go with this one for now. Anyway, so take care of it by uh, going to the 9 at 9 link on NachumSiegel.com. And, of course, you can hear the whole thing uh, tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Time live with uh, Yossi Zweig tonight and every single Tuesday night. Big news for us. Seems to always be big news coming out of this room. I'll tell you that much. Um, the Nahum Siegel Network has major, major news. Uh, and, and, and I'm, I'm happy about it because last time this happened, last time we spoke with this guest on the air, let's just say it was a cell phone connection and nobody, myself nor the listeners could get the entire full effect of speaking with this amazing guest on the air. Just couldn't do it. It was a bad connection. Uh, we've been assured more than once that this Thursday at 8 a.m. it'll be a landline connection. When we speak with Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, who of course is uh, at one time the chief rabbi of the United Kingdom, uh, needs no introduction to this audience. Lord Sachs is a... Uh, is an amazing author, an incredible speaker, a wonderful guest, has so much to say, and he has a brand new book. It's called Not in God's Name, Confronting Religious Violence. This is a very timely topic. In fact, it seems to always be a very timely topic. All right, Jonathan Sachs, our guest here at JM in the AM this coming Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Very much looking forward to it, to say the least. 25 minutes after 7 o'clock, it is a jam in the a.m. Tuesday morning. Our friends from Maya Note are going to be checking in. Big open house coming up on Sunday, also on, uh, also in the 8 o'clock hour today. Micha Gammerman is um, out with a brand new album. He's from South America. He's going to be visiting with us via telephone in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. So keep it here for that and much, much more right here at jam in the a.m. Yeah. 
a.m. Shlomi Kaufman and Company off of Avodah Stucca. Rosh Chodesh Mar Cheshvan here at JM in the AM. Uh, our hearts and minds, of course, focused on the Holy Land and uh, all this news that continues to pour forth from Israel. A lot of people get involved in their own different ways. Somebody on Facebook is compiling a list of names of those who are stabbing and rock-throwing victims for Tehillim, those who are recovering from their injuries. Noar Ben-Rut is a 13-year-old boy who was stabbed today. Orel Batlimor, a 19-year-old girl who was run over and stabbed yesterday. And that list, unfortunately, continues to grow. Uh, got a uh, got a photo from uh, from uh, Daniel Luria, came via uh, Chaim Liebtag, a picture of an empty bus number 174 from Malaya Dumim. He writes, unbelievable, I'm alone. Every day, every bus has 30 to 60 passengers, depending on the time of day. And this photo is one of a completely empty bus outside of himself. We have to continue to focus on the... Uh, on our brothers and sisters in the Holy Land, those of us who have trips scheduled, keep them scheduled. Obviously use uh, proper precaution and common sense, as everybody in Israel, I'm sure, does as well. And sometimes, as I said earlier, sometimes it's really, really much easier for tourists like us to use precautions and common sense. We don't go through the day-to-day routine that a citizen, a resident of Yerushalayim or other cities might. Um... We're in charge, essentially, of our own schedule and where we go and how we go and what we do. So I, with that in mind, I certainly encourage people to keep the trips to Israel in, in, on the schedule. And for those who are planning solidarity missions, let us know about them. There are listeners who would join you. There are listeners who are committed to join for two days, three days, five days, ten days. Solidarity missions that are being formed by synagogues or organizations. Let us no. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Echanishmasar of Zebin of Yosef Alevi and Esther Basar of Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in the Talmud Yerushalmi that Rabbi Shimon ben Nisanel had great Yerashchet. The Bartanur explains that he was very stringent with himself. He even restricted that which was permissible. He did this in order to minimize any possibility of coming close to an Avera, a sin. It would seem that this is the only way to explain Yiraschet, the fear of the sin itself. For it's clear to anyone who fears Hashem that he is definitely afraid to do an Avera. The one who fears sin is a person who creates barriers to prevent himself from committing any transgression. When we bench Rosh Chodesh, we ask Hashem, a life in which there is fear of heaven and fear of sin. Aren't both of these really the same? The Baruch Sha'amar says a very interesting idea in terms of the distinction between Yiras Shomayim, fear of heaven, in Yiras in fear of sin. He explains that Yiras Shomayim helps us in being cautious to adhere to the Torah and not to do any Averis. It enhances our ability to do the Ratzon Hashem, God's will. Indeed, the Pasuk tells us, What does Hashem ask of you? Ki'im li'yiras Hashem, only to fear Him. Actually, 
It's quite difficult to understand how can we pray for Yeras Shamayim. We learn in the Talmud and Brachos, Hakol Bidei Shamayim, everything is from heaven, Chutz Miras Shamayim, except for one's fear of heaven. How is it possible to ask for something that's within the domain and power of the person himself? We can find an answer in the Talmud in Yuma. It says, Habalatayr, a person who comes to purify himself is helped from Shemaim. The individual has to take the first steps. He has to lay the foundation for Yira Shemaim. Once the person has struggled to make that effort, Hashem will help him to accomplish his goals. The acquisition of Yira Shet puts one on a higher level so that one is so concerned about doing the wrong thing that he even abstains from something that is permitted. Why? Because it could possibly cause him to do an Avera. The Rambam comments, What's the difference between man and animal? An animal is restrained from doing evil only because of something external. However, a man's restraints lie deep within himself. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a good Chodesh. Tuesday morning broadcast, JM in the AM on this Rosh Chodesh Mar Cheshvan, 61 degrees, partly cloudy, a high temperature of 71. It's open house season in our Yeshiva high schools, that's for sure. A lot of open houses going on in October, November, maybe even December. And we're certainly not going to get to all of them, not in an in-depth manner, but we will uh, certainly remind everybody about all the open houses that we're made aware of. Uh, but there are a couple that I want to highlight, and of course, one of them is Mayanot Yeshiva High School. It's been so amazing for us over the last few years. Mayanot Yeshiva High School for girls in Teaneck, New Jersey, has their open house is coming Sunday. And Nina Beeler, the Director of Admissions, is with us live via telephone to discuss this coming Sunday's event, and in general, what's happening at Mayanot. Nina Beeler, Shana Tova to you, and welcome to JM in the AM. Boker Tov, thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here. A pleasure to have you on the air, I am sure already, because I know that people think that open house preparations start on Friday or Thursday. <laughs> I'm sure for you, they don't even start today. They probably started half a year ago, am you know, I right? they really started the day after last year's open house. <laughs> We're always thinking forward to what we can do more and better in order to showcase what an amazing school we have at Mayanot. All right, what time should people be there on Sunday? The program starts at 9 with registration until about 9.45. Actual formal programming starts at 9.45. And I know that this might be overstating the obvious, but this is for... Uh, eighth grade young ladies. Exactly. At, and it's an all female school for high school students. Right. And their parents who want to. Absolutely. Parents should attend and learn all about the school also. We have separate programming for parents and for students so that they can really get the most out of their morning and really learn what they want to learn about the school. And your open house traditionally attracts a lot of people. Oh, yeah. I think we'll have a, at least 500 people in attendance, probably more. Which is unbelievable. And yeah. And a number of student volunteers and parent volunteers, which is always, you know, incredible to feel like the community is supporting us. Yeah, oh, a lot of students are very excited about the open house each yep. and every year, and this year is no exception. Yep. Uh, Nina Beeler is with us, Director of Admissions over at Mayanot Yeshiva High School. How is the 20th anniversary celebration going? Do you feel the uh, festive atmosphere in the air in the halls of Mayanot? Oh, what a great way to kick off our year. I mean, 20th anniversary, we launched a new mascot, very, very exciting Sharky. We're the Mayanot <laughs> Rapids, and uh, so we had a water-themed mascot joining our 
joining our athletic department and uh, cheering us on in all kinds of teams and really also our academic teams as well. So that spirit is totally palpable. Um, just in the hallways, you feel the excitement. We just had a founder's dinner to salute all of the families that started the school 20 years ago and dreamed of Mayanote, dreamed of uh, a place where young women could really achieve excellence in both Judaic and general studies and really take on leadership skills and really just develop as Torah personalities. And we're so proud of everything that we've accomplished over the last 20 years. Oh, that happened this past Sunday night, right? Yeah, absolutely, on uh, the 11th. Yeah, and that, and that and that had the uh, I know you had representatives from all the different graduating classes, and and um, on top of that, you had both uh, uh, staff members and and uh, lay leaders who were there from the very beginning of Mayano. Yeah, it was very special. Our founding principal, Mrs. Krause, came, which was uh, really special to have her with us. And uh, she's come, she's been back over the years to really speak to us about the school and its vision, because um, it's such a vision-driven type of a school, um, really founded on such core principles and values, um, and a great number of uh, our founding faculty members, lots of students from the original year, so um, a really special night and a great way to celebrate um, our accomplishments over 20 years, 20 years of young women really with a strong education and really beautiful Torah values in Mido. Nina Beeler is with us, Director of Admissions over at Mayanot Yeshiva High School. 945 is the formal program. Registration begins at 9 o'clock this coming Sunday. It's a pretty early open house, early in the season. Yeah. At- it's always good to kind of, you know, get it in and get everybody talking about the school and thinking about it. And then, you know, the coming in and visiting the school is really the most important part. After you get the open house in and you see all of the amazing programming and there's so much to see on Sunday itself, then families come back and sit in on classes and we do interviews and we talk with everybody and give them a lot of attention. And that really gives everybody a very strong sense of the school on an everyday kind of day-to-day kind of pace, which is really important. Do parents get to see the whole building on Sunday as well? They get to parents, tour- parents see the building. They go around. We're, there's probably, you know, 15 offerings of different sessions for parents, another 10 for students to see. So they'll be all over the place, in the gym and in the lunchroom and in our Beit Knesset, um, our auditorium, our library, everything, just to see it all and soak it all in. Can I ask which student you've uh, you've asked to make the main presentation at the... Uh, oh, absolutely. We have three uh, wonderful students uh, making a main presentation. Um, Noah Barta, who's our GEO president. Um, Nava Rosenblatt, who's in 11th grade, and Adina Goldstein, who's in 10th grade. We want to give everybody a little bit of a range of what the MyNote experience is like from three different students at three different ages. And they all each offer their, her own perspective based on her own experience, but they really... They showcase a lot of wonderful things. Well, I'm sure I could say this about other schools as well, but uh, for some reason you guys always know who to choose. Oh, thank you. You know, and your daughter, uh, Yonina, was in my advisory group last year. Oh, special for all right. me. I'm, I'm glad we had a role in all that. Excellent. <laughs> yes. Oh, and by the way, and I'm not, and let's not get into details because I don't want to embarrass anybody and yes. she'll, she'll definitely be upset if I do this, but, <laughs> but your school, uh, offers an opportunity for students who have uh, a passion for an initiative to go ahead and uh, and put it into motion. And I think that is one of the best features of Mayanot Yeshiva High School. I'm not going into detail right now, although I have a feeling down the road I will. Yeah, uh, but I'm just but I'm just telling you that that's a, that's a wonderful feature and something, and especially for a school known for its academics, to be able to to be you know a top in that category as well is wonderful. So mm-hmm. there absolutely, you go. leadership and initiative and um, real training for students to learn how to be leaders beyond just letting them take initiative. But how do they how do they do that beyond just you know I have an idea? How do I actually execute it? That's a big part of my note as well. I'm glad that you mentioned that. All right, Nina Beeler, information. What do parents 
parents do? What's the website, the phone number? How do people get information about Sunday's open house? Absolutely. So you can register online at mayanote.org. The front page has information to just register so you could sleep in a little bit and come in a little bit later. Join us for the breakfast maybe at 930 if you register online. Um, and for any questions, you can call us at 201-833-4307, extension 255, or email admissions at mayanote.org. Um, the open house is at our building in Teaneck, 1650 Palisade Avenue. All this information is also on the website, though. Um, and we hope to see lots and lots of people on Sunday. We're looking forward to a really great day. All right, a lot of excitement in your building, and I'm sure people understand that you're one of the reasons after this conversation. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us, and good luck on Sunday. Thank you so much, Mr. Siegel. Have a great morning. Maya Note, Yeshiva High School. The open house is Sunday, 9 o'clock, uh, as you heard. Door- doors will open, 945, for the formal program, and we wish them good luck as they continue the 20th anniversary celebration. Celebration in Teaneck, New Jersey, Rosh Chodesh morning. This is JM in the AM.
That is uh, one way to keep our hearts and minds focused on the Holy Land, playing songs like that. That's Achenu from Deershu, of course, here at JM in the AM. And uh, there are a couple of really popular Achenus out there, and that has become one of them. Uh, we know which is the most popular, of course, but this has made its mark, to say the least. Uh, from the CD entitled Heyu Nechonim, Yassi Green with Anavim Anavim off the eighth note. Eighth day with Utsu Eitzah off of the... Inner Flame, that's our latest. Micha Gammerman's going to join us coming up here at JMNAM. It's a Rosh Chodesh morning on this Tuesday. We'll do our new music alert with Micha Gammerman in the 8 o'clock hour. Our hearts and minds focused on the Holy Land, to say the least, uh, where the stabbings and attacks continue. Uh, three killed and some wounded in uh, two separate terror attacks in Yushalayim, both a stabbing and a car ramming into a bus stop. Three people dead from those in Yerushalayim. Two stabbing attacks in Ranana. And, uh, and of course, um, too many media sources finding ways remarkably to blame Israel and to discuss the overreaction. My word, but a good way to sum it up. The overreaction to the stabbings and deadly terror attacks in Israel. The subtitle to the New York Times article about the stabbings reads, critics argue that too tough a reaction only pours gasoline on the bonfire, inspiring more attacks. I would like to meet the leader of any major city in this world that would ever uh, not use every method and force possible to quell an epidemic of stabbings and terror attacks that our brethren are suffering from now in the Holy Land. Unbelievable. The double standard is just becoming so, becoming even more and more so obvious. It is simply unbelievable. JM in the AM, Tuesday morning on this Rosh Chodesh with 61 degrees, partly cloudy, a high of 71. Two days from now at 8 o'clock on Thursday morning. Speaking of terror, uh, Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, Lord Sachs has a, um, a book, a brand new book entitled Not in God's Name. Confronting Religious Violence. He joins us this coming Thursday morning, 8 a.m., on the air with us here at JMNAM. Very much looking forward to it. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org.
Shebron, no 
In the AM, you know who that is. That's Simcha Liner, of course. Shalom is a, a great selection of the brand new SL2. Simcha Liner, volume number two. Avremo with Baruch Hu Elokeinu. And you heard Yaakov Shweki with Baruch Hashem off of Libya B'Mizrach. Tuesday morning, Rosh Chodesh morning at JM in the AM. As promised, Micha Gammerman is joining us all the way from Brazil. We speak about his brand new CD, Micha Avdecha. Next, keep it right here at JM in the AM.
Gummerman with a brand new CD entitled uh, Micha Avdecha. Great title, by the way. And he joins us all the way from Brazil. I don't remember the last time we had a guest on from Brazil. Uh, Boker Tov, Baruch Haba, Micha Gammerman to JM in the AM. Baruch Nimsa. Hi, Nachum Siegel. Agit Choybish to everyone. Thank you so much for having me. It's an enormous honor to talk to you from Brazil. I appreciate that. It's an honor to have somebody on from Brazil, frankly. Do you realize how many times the word Simcha appears on your CD? <laughs> You're right. There's three songs with the Simcha issue. 
Yeah, you must be a very, very happy man. <laughs> you must be somebody who's always full of simcha. <laughs> <laughs> I am a guy that loves simcha. I I like uh, singing simcha songs, and I also all the all the all the works I do. It's everything has to do with simcha. Yeah, I uh-huh. teach, and I and I am a moyer, and I sing. I my work is only simcha. Oh, that's right. You're you're a rebbe, and uh, it, I I know that we're getting you in the in the early part of the day. Uh, let, let me know if we're holding you too long. I don't want you to be too late for class. Micha Gammerman is with us all the way from Brazil. Is, is there, I know this is a strange question, but we started with the topic of Simcha, and believe me, the Jewish people could use as much Simcha as possible these days. Is, is there a lot of Simcha down in Brazil? Is it a nice community? Is it a, an exciting and vibrant Jewish community? Is it a safe Jewish community? How would you describe the Simcha level down in Sao Paulo where you are? So let's put it like this. We are, I think, 100,000 Jews in Brazil. Most of them not observant, not from from uh, people, not from Jews. Right. But I think we have a very nice community here in São Paulo, also in Rio de Janeiro, uh, a couple thousand even. So, uh, and we have like every week, Hasanes, Bar Mitzvahs, Britot. Uh, so... Yes, we have a lot of simcha here. There's a lot of simcha. Nice. If I came to visit, I would enjoy the community. You're saying? Of course. It's nice to hear. Sometimes, sometimes you think outside of this area and Israel, there's no other great Jewish communities, and it's a terrible way of thinking. We always like exposing ourselves to other great places, and in this case, Sao Paulo, Brazil, is where Micha Gamerman is speaking to us from. Do you have other releases? Is this an official debut CD? Have you done other material that you've recorded over the years? What's the Micha Gamerman story like? So my first album which unfortunately didn't get to the Amer- to America, ah. Kesha Shokayomo, ah. and became very famous in the in Israel. Nice. But I I, wanna, I, I have good news for you, Nachum. Yeah. My first album is available on my website for free, nice. com, and there is a lot of very nice hits like Solachti and Kesha Shokayomo and Gilorino, uh, which became very famous in Israel. All right, so in uh, Sao Paulo and in the Holy Land, uh, you already have made your mark. Now it's time for you to make your mark in the United States. Yes, I agree. Do you per- I really, I really planning to come to, to the United States for making concerts, bar mitzvahs, and events, and davening in, in the shul. I already have, I, I'm already in contact with people, and I want to share my culture with the American people. I think this is time. Yeah, well, hey, I agree with you. Why not? The world's getting so small. Why not bring in a few people from Brazil to, uh, uh, to, to, to bring in some of the South American Jewish culture? Rosh Chodesh morning here at JM in the AM. Micha Gammerman is with us live via telephone. Who wrote the material? Are you a composer as well, or these songs belong to others? So, I, I had, I have material from Yossi Green. Ooh. Some songs from Missy Walter. Nice. And Ellie Schwab. Oh, you're a serious guy. You got the you got you got some real. There you go. Yes, I think there is really very nice stuff. You're a serious artist. You got you got songs from some really legendary uh, composers at this point. 
Tell me about the song B'zachreinu at Sion. You told me off the air it's actually a great tune to play right now because of everything that's going on in Israel. Hello. Can you hear us? Hello. Micha, can you hear us? <laughs> we'll play the song for you and hopefully he'll... Re- now I understand why there was such a long pause. He has not been able to hear us for the last half a minute. B'zachreinu at Sion. Micha Gamerman is brand new from the CD Micha Avdecha. And this is JM in the AM. Jerusalem 
ותיקי, אם לא אזכרכי, אם אשכחך ירושלים. J.M. and the A.M. Micha Gammerman rejoins us from Sao Paulo, Brazil. I was going to ask you before that song, Micha, before we got cut off, why it was so appropriate for these times, as you indicated it was to me before our conversation. And I think now it's obvious. I think now it's obvious why that's such an important song for today. Oh, yes. Our brothers and sisters, we are suffering so much for them to see all these bad news coming from Israel. And we are praying for them. We remember them. This is a beautiful composition from Eli Schwab that also did the choirs. I got to know him a couple months ago when I went to visit him, and it was great working with him. There you go. Micha Avdecha is the name of the brand-new CD. As you heard Micha Gammerman uh, mention earlier, you can go to michagmusic.com and actually get a free album of Kesher Shokayama, which was his first that was released in Israel and other parts. Uh, this one, as you hear, is uh, making its... Excuse me, he's making its mark here in the U.S. Got a very cute name, Micha Avdecha. I guess, I guess you thought of that one for a while, right? <laughs> you know, every time when I, when I used to dive in Slichis, <laughs> I used to get to be part Micha Avdecha Omar, Mikhail Komuich, Onoisi Ovena, Revera Pesha. That talked to me so much. And I came to Itzi Walner, let's do a song. And he did a beautiful composition. Uh, I think he's very nice. Yeah, that's the title track, of course, and like I said, a very cute uh, reference. Um, tell me about the song Help Me Today. This is a full English song, right? You actually did a full English song on the album. This is an English song. I was so concerned to sing in English. I tell you the truth, Nahum. Yeah, I can imagine. If one American would come and sing in Portuguese, <laughs> I'm not sure if I would not laugh on the... <laughs> Because it's so different for a Brazilian... I know I speak with a lot of accent, and I was very concerned to sing in English. But now is the moment to say thank you to Itzy Walner and also Yossi Zweig. They both came together to the studio, and they helped me out with the, with the song, with the English. And I think uh, it became okay. <laughs> well, I think everyone's going to agree with that uh, once they hear it. Help me today is brand new. Micha Gammerman from the CD. Micha Avdecha. Micha with us via telephone all the way from Brazil on a new Music Alert Tuesday at JM in the AM. I see trouble all around me I look around I see trouble all around me And I don't know what to say How to make this go away I look around mm-hmm. I look around I see trouble all around me I look around I see trouble all around me And I don't know what to say How to make this go away I look around So I turn to you And I say, Father dear, won't 
Once you held me, once you held me today, I turn to you. today. It's Micha Gammerman. Great job in the English language. The gentleman from Brazil who's more used to a Portuguese. <laughs> Micha is with us all the way from Brazil as we speak on this Tuesday Rosh Chodesh morning. Uh, nice job with Help Me Today. I thought you did really well for English. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it, uh, it's first of all a Kodesh Baruch and then the help of Itzi Walner and Yossi Zweig. We went all together to the studio and he told me, help 
not help. <laughs> help. Help, help, and I got a lot of help. <laughs> All they have to do is remind you about 50 times, and then you got it right, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now I know to say these words in perfect accent, but the rest, terrible. <laughs> it, it, it sometimes works like that. What can I tell you? Uh, Micha, an, <laughs> a, a, an honor to speak with you today. Uh, we'll do one more as we say goodbye uh, this morning. I think we're going to do the... Um, uh, the Simcha, uh, yeah, the Simcha Gedola selection, right? That would be a good one. Uh, which, uh, yeah, which is a very Brazilian song. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a it's a Brazilian style. All right, so anybody who's and I and I, and I wrote the lyrics. So anybody who's wondering about the South American Brazilian style, they can hear it in this selection. If people go to the, I assume if people can go to the website, then uh, in addition to the first CD that you mentioned, they can get information about all your music, right? Yes, can get information about me if they want music sheets, if they want to get in contact. I want to invite everyone to follow me on my social media, to subscribe on my YouTube channel. We are really working on a nice video now with the one and only Mandy Pellin. Oh, wow. Everyone is invited to follow me. For sure, we will bring the nice and good stuff. If Mendy Pellin's involved, it's going to go viral, I can tell you that much. <laughs> Mr. Yeah, he, he's always uh, he's always got videos that people love watching. MichaGMusic.com, um, Micha, M-I-C-H-A-G, Music.com. For Micha Gammerman, of course, as we said, uh, you can follow him on social media. Just search his name, and uh, you'll be able to uh, follow him and, of course, uh, contact him if you want to bring him to a specific town in the United States or just get more information about his music. Micha, good luck. To, how do I say good luck in uh, Portuguese? How do I say good luck? Boa sorte. Boa sorte? Boa sorte. Muito obrigado. The only thing I know is boa tarde. That's all I know. Boa tarde. Boa tarde. Be well. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Well, soon it'll be boa tarde. <laughs> Thank you, Micha. The name of the CD is Micha Avdecha. Micha Gammerman, all the way from Brazil on a Rosh Chodesh morning with us here at JM in the AM.
in the AM, it's Micha Gammerman. Tonight, there'll be a whole bunch of brand new music featured when Yossi Zweig does the uh, top nine at nine. It happens at 9 p.m. every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. If you go to the nine at nine link at the very top of NahumSiegel.com, you can vote right now for your favorite. And if you don't like the list of the favorites that are listed there, you can put your own in at the bottom of the list. Rosh Chodesh Mar Cheshvan, first of a two-day Rosh Chodesh on this Tuesday at JM in the AM. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Pleasure to speak with you. Uh, anybody who follows PC Guy on Facebook, he has an unbelievable post about what it's like to live in Yerushalayim now. I've been here over six years. It's the first time I actually feel the seriousness of the situation. I followed instructions, got my gas mask when told to, was aware of the red alert sirens, and went to the shelter when appropriate. Even soldiers are telling me this is different. The enemy is not an organized army or terrorist organization. It is hard to call them lone wolves when they are being pushed by their leaders and their politicians to take these actions. They are being told that every drop of Jewish blood spilled is a holy request of Allah. Attacks are at citizens, at children, not just soldiers, and the attackers are men, women, and even children. Unbelievable post. It continues. Uh, if you're, if you have a PC guy, Paul Serkin, uh, on your uh, Facebook page, check out what he wrote. And you'll see some of the situation, some of the seriousness of the situation facing our brothers and sisters in Israel uh, at this time. Um, there's a comment on the Jerusalem Post. Do we have here who whose comment this is, whose opinion this is? Unless it's an editorial opinion. Everyone's talking about whether the situation in Israel these days is as bad as it was during the height of the Second Intifada over a decade ago. Back then, we were bombarded with nonstop reports of gruesome suicide bombings with multiple casualties. No sooner had one atrocity exploded onto our consciousness than another replaced it. Tuesday morning's events are perhaps the first time since the wave of terror began earlier this month brought those memories back with full force. A stabbing attack in Ranana, deadly bus attack in Jerusalem, stabbing another stabbing in Ranana, yet another attack in Jerusalem with another fatality. For anyone who lived through the second intifada, the comparisons could not have been more barefaced. That's an opinion piece that you'll see on the uh, very first piece on the Jerusalem Post um, homepage right now. Uh, keep our brothers and sisters uh, foremost in our minds and hearts, everybody, and please remember with uh, with caution, with common sense, um, please keep your trips to Israel on the schedule and any solidarity trips that are going. And as I said earlier, very often it is much easier for tourists to be in charge of their own schedule and not go through some of the day-to-day activities that our brothers and sisters in the big cities in Israel have to go through. And therefore they're able to rearrange things to uh, to keep security and being secure foremost as a foremost priority. So don't just dismiss that none of us should be in Israel. If you're able to do it, now is certainly the time to do it. And any solidarity trips that are going, please let us know. We like nothing more, not just to announce for the benefit of our audience uh, information-wise about the trips, but I think it's a very big boost to everybody, uh, Jewish communities around the world, who hear that there are solidarity trips going. So please, please, please let us know if there's one going from your neighborhood. 
community calendar items. Uh, Mothers of Multiple Support Group that takes place tonight under the leadership of Neshe Cares and Maimonides Medical Center. Tonight, Dr. David Klein, pediatrician at Maimonides, on the topic of discover the number one pediatric enemy. That's tonight, 8 p.m. at Maimonides Hall, 950 49th Street, between 9th and 10th Avenues in Brooklyn, sponsored by Neshe Cares, coordinated by Mrs. Mati Atlas. It's the Mothers of Multiple Support Group. They provide a light buffet, gift for all attendees, and free parking. We have been to these, uh, both the Mothers of Multiples and the Fathers of Multiple Support Groups. They are great meetings, really great get-togethers. Anybody who has twins, triplets, etc., uh, utilize the opportunity to gather together tonight. Um, information, it's Mati Atlas, M-A-T-T-I dot Atlas at Yahoo.com, M-A. TTI.atlas at yahoo.com. Fine whiskey tasting to benefit Israel's needy takes place under the leadership of Leket Israel tonight at the Museum of Jewish Heritage. This is tonight. Go to whiskey.leket.org. Whiskey.leket.org if you want to be part of that fundraiser. Uh, that takes place tonight. Um, what else did I want to mention? The Aliyah Dream Tour. I noticed this over Yuntif. The Aliyah Dream Tour starts in New York this coming Sunday. Uh, Nefesh Benefesh never, ever failed to place a great mega event. This is not the mega event, but mega with a small M. They always, always find a way to get a mega Aliyah event onto the calendar. And in this case, it's the Aliyah Dream Tour, a 10-day tour of workshops and meetings across North America to kickstart your Aliyah dream. It starts in Brooklyn at Yeshiva Flatbush this Sunday. Goes to Bergen County to B'nai Yashurin on Sunday night, up to Rockland County next Sunday in Nanuet, and then in Queens next Sunday at the Hilton New York JFK. It'll be in Baltimore, Boca, Boston, Brooklyn, Chicago, Cleveland, Detroit, Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood, Florida, L.A., Miami, Montreal, New York, Paramus, Philly, Queens, Riverdale, Rockland, San Diego, San Fernando Valley, San Francisco, Teaneck, Toronto, and Washington, D.C. An Aliyah dream. I wish I was on that tour. I wish I was on that tour. Going around speaking about Israel, especially at a time like this. Um, so Nefesh Benefesh, nbn.org.il. Go there for all the information and obviously, uh, you know, you know our feelings on the matter. nbn.org.il. Again, that's nbn.org.il. Uh, more coming up. It's JM and the AM at a quarter before, uh, eight o'clock. Um, on Thursday, Lord Sachs, Lord Jonathan Sachs, author of the brand new book, uh, entitled Not in God's Name, Confronting Religious Violence. And boy, is this a week to discuss this topic. Uh, Lord Sachs is our guest, 8 o'clock this Thursday, right here at JMNAM. And might I mention, please, that everyone should tune into jmnam.org and the NSN app in 15 minutes from now. The OU Jewish Reaction Show, which is a great show each week, and they provide amazing guests. Today I have the privilege to speak with Hart Levine. Hart Levine is a young kid from Manhattan who, along with his colleagues, has completely transformed a dying synagogue in Washington Heights into a vibrant and incredible base community. And I mean that in more than one way. If you listen to the interview, you'll see what I mean up in the Washington Heights area of Manhattan. It is an extremely inspiring conversation for anybody in this country or world that is trying to build up a dormant uh, congregation, a dormant synagogue. So tune in. Uh, the OU presentation of Jewish Reaction is 14 minutes from now. 
Uh, again, jmnam.org and the NSN app. I think you'll find it fascinating. More coming up. This is JM in the AM.
Words from Hallel on this uh, Rosh Chodesh morning at JM and the AM. Uh, Yisrael Werdiger with that one. Before that, brand new David Gabe here at JM and the AM. A lot of comments today on our uh, app, which I'm glad about because uh, the more interaction we have with the audience, the better. Um, uh, comments about the NSN app and how amazing it is, which we greatly appreciate it. Someone says here was talking about the NSN app and all your great programming last night at the T-Fusion Steakhouse. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. A lot of good comments about our conversation with uh, with Micha Gammerman. <laughs> Someone writes, great music, only JM and the AM can bring you new Jewish music from Brazil. Yeah, I'll agree with that. But someone writes, it's counterproductive to scare listeners by providing information about empty buses in reference to my, uh, to my reference of the picture sent to us by Daniel Luria, uh, through Chaim Liebtag of the bus from Alea Dumin, which is usually full and this morning was completely empty. Or this afternoon was completely empty. Um, I just want to point out, and this is something I've said many, many times before, especially as we continue to encourage people to go to Israel with, you know, with security in mind and with common sense, etc., not to take trips uh, to Israel off the calendar. Uh, a lot of thought, a lot of thought, and a lot of experience, I could say at this point, goes into every single thing I say on these airwaves about Israel, especially at a time like this. So I do understand why there are people out there who are who question whether it's a good idea to um, to talk about empty buses that are usually full and things like that. Believe me, I understand both sides of this issue very, very clearly. Uh, and I'm not saying I'm right on this, but what I am saying is that once I've made a decision and once I've decided what to say and I go ahead and say it, I just need everyone out there to know that there's been a tremendous amount of thought and experience that has gone into that decision. So I thank you for that. Uh, one person posts, what are some tips for tourists to stay safe? Uh, again, I, uh, the only thing I was pointing out was be, when one is a tourist, it's, it's often because you're so much more in control of your own schedule, uh, than a regular resident who has a regular routine they have got to adhere to, uh, that it's usually just an easier thing to do. And, uh, I was just pointing that out. Not really a tip. And then we we announced that uh, 8 o'clock Thursday morning, the uh, uh, Lord Sachs, Lord Jonathan Sachs, is going to be our guest with the brand-new book. One of our listeners points out he also has a new Parsha book, Lessons in Leadership, from our friends at Corrin Publications, who have, by the way, uh, and we'll talk more about this tomorrow because we have a Corrin spot coming up tomorrow, which is just amazing with the right Tabori. So we'll talk more about it tomorrow. But um, they, they, they do have, you go to CorrinPub.com, CorrinPub.com. An amazing array of brand new Parsha books for this time of year. Really incredible. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmnam.org. And that wraps up a Tuesday morning. Stay tuned in to jamnam.org and the NSN app. We have an amazing conversation with Hart Levine uh, from the OU and the Next Gen Project. Uh, a great, great story about a shul in Washington Heights and how it has been completely revived. A 99-year-old shul that comes up next on jamnam.org and the NSN app. Tonight is the 9 at 9. That begins at 9 p.m. You can go to the 9 at 9 link at the top of NachumSiegel.com for information about that. 
And of course, tomorrow morning we're back starting at 6 a.m. Till then, Alchem Segal reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.